I'm good. It's great to see you. Great it's to see you. It's fun to be with you. Yeah. We just watched what is could possibly be the worst episode <laughs> we've seen in some ways. It's you hard think to say. so? It's a race to the bottom. This yeah, is definitely right. in contention. Okay. This Maybe we should start a we should start an Excel sheet. It's in the conversation. Okay. We could start an Excel sheet and rate them. Although I feel like. What's the macro on you, this? How could you? How could you? I mean, I don't know if I'd be able to retain. Yeah, there's a lot of factors. Mm. By the way, I'm about to eat a piece of chocolate while <laughs> yeah. wearing my all-white jumpsuit, my heart-to-heart branded, a heart-to-heart, heart-to-heart branded jumpsuit that you got you me. You couldn't look sexier. Perilous. It's a little perilous with the chocolate. It is. But you're just Probably that not. kind of daring guy. Mm-hmm. Much like Mr. Jonathan Hart. <laughs> I'm going to have my chocolate wearing while I'm wearing all black. Mm-hmm. Uh, Including a black heart, a heart-to-heart, heart-to-heart T-shirt. That's right. The, we both have our... The Wet shirt, which is a masterpiece of design. Thank you. I, you know, you really need... I, I will say, that was another thing that I was really having a hard time deciding what was going on in the back of... Mm-hmm. Your suit. Oh. Like, is it going to be this? But then in the end, this kind of doesn't hold well large. Like, mm-hmm. it just wasn't quite right. Writ large. <laughs> so, you know, well, mm-hmm. and I did consider also just putting the bird on your pocket. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I think I'm just going to have to get you a t-shirt. That's okay. We can always do it add-on. That's absolutely. Iron-on or a... Yeah, whatever you like. Maybe one style. on each ass cheek facing each other. Mm-hmm. Why not? There's no rules. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Here we are, ready to discuss a terrible episode. Um, I'm sorry, Heart to Heart crew. We love that you exist so we can have these conversations. Yes, we do. Um, while we're talking, I'm going to look up. That one young lady who played Marcy. Mm, yeah, you thought you knew her. I definitely, I mean, not personally, but I feel like I'm familiar with her work. Well, She's you... got a, uh, who was the substitute Charlie's Angel after Farrah? Mm, um, um, What's that person's name? Oh, shoot. Right? Um, it ain't her. It's not her. No. No, but she looks like whoever that woman was. That woman was much more attractive, despite the fact that this woman is supposedly a supermodel. Mm-hmm. So, maybe a, maybe she's a supermodel for, like, feet or <laughs> possibly hands. I didn't take a look. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing anything that's really indicating to me what she was, the why I would know her, but she looked super familiar. Interesting. She was in The Candidate with Robert Redford. She was in mm. The Octagon with Chuck Norris, which I saw in the theater. Okay. Wow. Thanks to my dad. And then uh, she played, she was in Dallas, 10 episodes of Dallas. I never saw Dallas. She was in 12 episodes of In the Heat of the Night, which I also never saw. Mm-hmm. Um, she was married to David Soul. Oh, Hutch really? Of Starskin Hutch. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna. Um, she was in the Misadventures of Sheriff Lobo <laughs> <laughs> in 1979. All right. Oh my! I don't know what's going on, but she looked very familiar to me. <laughs> One thing that I want to say off the bat, as we mention yes. her, is yes. uh, I would like to pose to Michael to get back to me on, was there something about Botox in the cheeks back then? Because I feel like again and again and again, Marcy included, there was just a bizarre amount of... Like a filler? A filler in the upper cheek, cheekal area. Yeah. region? Yeah, it looked... Not right. Maybe so. 
And we've seen it a lot. Could it have been also accentuated by the makeup situation? Possibly. Just as the tubercular nature of Mr. Hart was accented accented in this episode. I will say... The blotchiness. Now, it could be the way the thing transfers from like standard definition to... Uh, modern television or whatever, but it was wild, like how blotchy yeah, it was. So bad, it was I'm, like gray and mm-hmm. then like a, a reasonably bright red. Like yeah, I mean, he had like raccoon eyes of looking like he had yeah. Yeah, and then there was a shot where they had his cheeks, and it just like was it was like <laughs> some kind of um, like the Shetland Islands map or something like that. It was just like a. And it just, it made me think of Michael's point last time, wondering if people had to do their own makeup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deanne, right. I believe. Sure. But um, in this one, there were a number of people that I thought, oh my God, did they do that themselves? Because there's no way a professional did that. Or maybe the professional who was super high. I think everybody on this episode was on quaaludes. <laughs> the weird acting styles. Yeah. The like. Yeah. There's a lot of weird behavior on display. Yeah, there was. There was. <laughs> um, we're talking, of course, about Heart to Heart, specifically Season 2, Episode 1. By the way, if this is your big, like, okay, we got signed up for a second season, we're really doing this now? Oh, this was Episode 1? I think so. Oh, my gosh. This was the kickoff this to was second a, uh, season. This is coming in with a whimper, right? <laughs> I don't know, that ending chase scene uh, off the pier. Maybe that's where they spent all the money. Yeah. They didn't spend it in on the New writing York, or the They makeup. went somewhere else. <laughs> uh, murder, murder on the wall, <laughs> which doesn't really make any sense. It doesn't. I There's actually, no mirror involved. There was no, no like... It's, I mean, this was it's like sub-Scooby-Doo <laughs> plot line. For sure. I guess maybe because... It's an insult to the Scooby writers. It was, it was, and I apologize. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, the murder, murder on the wall. Um, that's really the best they could come up with. It, oh, there's something with a wall at the wallpaper at the end. So let's oh, yeah, somehow work in is. wall. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's not good. It was not good. <laughs> Um, the episode begins with 17 minutes of B-roll of New York City. Yeah. With, bah, they were bah, able to license bah, the song, but yeah. not a good recording of it. They spent all the money yeah. on the like publishing rights license, but the master recording was fair. The guy singing? Acceptable. Ex- kind of. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you really didn't like it. I didn't care for it. I thought the arrangement, I thought it was lame. I thought it was fine. It was well executed, but yeah. lame. Um, <laughs> yeah, they Stats start with spreading. just... Oh Sorry. God, right? <laughs> Statue of Liberty, the blah, 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 right. the park, the overhead shots, yeah. the... Bl- WTC, RIP. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there was a lot of yeah, on and on, and then the like, and then and then it's shots of them shopping. Go ahead, and then yeah, and then it zoomed in. You're like going over uh, Central Park for several minutes, and then zero in on Tiffany and Company. Mm -hmm. So they put in the money for the advertisement, right? And then uh, Bergdorf Goodman. Which what is Bergdorf Goodman's? It's a department store out there. Okay, which may be gone now. Might be right. Okay. Good riddance. Um, <laughs> Based on nothing. So they're shopping. You see them come out of Bergdorf's, and they've got piles and piles of very empty. clearly empty boxes. Right. <laughs> in their arm, in their arms, like none in a bag. Carry a stack of boxes. Oh, so wouldn't you like? <laughs> I mean, obviously, heart to heart's not really going for realism, but like, could you put a pillow in there, like, so it has some mass? So, like, this is my thing. I think I said this to you during the thing. Modern TV shows, even now in 2021, yeah. the year 2021, which is where we're <laughs> broadcasting from, right? Um, all, for when this is found years from now, <laughs> this. <laughs> This would be like in a NASA time capsule that goes to like Uranus <laughs> right. or whatever. For sure. 
<laughs> the in modern shows, almost every show that I've seen, you know, everybody has to have the obligatory like Starbucks style like right. uh, paper cup, the coffee to go coffee cup thing. Mm-hmm. And they're always empty. You can tell by the way people are carrying them. Yeah. And these are shows that are like sort of meant to be realistic. Mm-hmm. And they're Sorry, always empty. They could at least like put some water in them or whatever so they have some mess because then they put them down and they make that cloop, that yeah. like empty cup sound and the way that yeah. people are holding them. They tip them up like it's just—it's distractingly unrealistic. I totally like, I don't am have with to you. see the coffee or smell it or see the steam or whatever, but like, yeah, could you make it seem like the cup has something in it? Because otherwise, it's distracting me because you're holding a empty cup like at face level. Yeah, and now all I can think about is how that cup is empty. A hundred percent agreed. I feel the same way. It completely bugs me. It's like Jennifer Hart's hair. Like it's like well, it's so distracting, right? It's all you can or Jonathan Hart's pinky ring. <laughs> It is large. If they could just get and in charge, if they could just get that detail together, mm-hmm. then we could get back to focusing on the important parts of the show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, the, and can I also say? Yes. They're like going shopping, buying a thousand things with their thousand boxes, walking out. Would like a multi-millionaire be carrying their own boxes out and to the hotel? Or would it maybe being, say, shipped or brought over by somebody else? Maybe like a guy like, uh, let's call it a um, uh, uh, a major domo. <laughs> Very nice. Right? Which is what we found out is what Kami Max is. Yeah. Connie Max, not Connie Mac. No. Who was on uh, I don't know who Connie Mac is. I don't know. Is that someone who sells cars? I think, I think it's somebody. <laughs> is a person. Now I'm confused. Now it makes me want to think about Connie Selica, who might have been on uh, the Fat Man and Fat Boss or whatever that show was. <laughs> what was that show? Or was she on Remington Steel? Hang on, I'm gonna find out. Connie <laughs> Connie Selke. There's the the thing with the guy with the yeah. With the, sides, there's something with right? the fat man. Yeah, oh something my God. right. Jake so, and the fat man. Jake, is that what yes, it's called? nicely done. I never watched we that. We're hitting that a lot of TV that I never watched. I didn't I watch the TV. These almost are people who are super familiar to me. But oh, you know, Connie Selke was on. Of course, was uh, Connie Selke was on Greatest American Hero. Mm. Connie Mack was the baseball manager. Okay, which is a pretty great name. Speaking of names, yes, <laughs> we'll skip around a little bit here sure. because it doesn't matter. The plot right. is like so thin on this episode. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it's again sub Scooby Doo <laughs> with all due respect. Yes, absolutely. Um, Don't diss the do. They've tried to reboot that Scooby-Doo, right, with live action and stuff. That's the missing element. That's why those movies have not been successful. Yeah. If they had that, <laughs> they had that tagline. That's <laughs> a golden key that just opens a lot right. of doors. <laughs> um, it might be Sub Gilligan's Island. Oof, Yeah. <laughs> Certainly on par m- maximum. Yeah, I have no idea what I was going to say. You, you were going to. Totally, I'm going to get. You, you totally said name. Flabbergasted me. <laughs> Beast smacked me with that. Uh, Dissing the do. Yeah. I'm. I'm going to <clears throat> guess that since it's something about names, that it's something about Milo, Milo Vit. <laughs> so one of the characters, one of the quote unquote bad guys in this episode. <clears throat> is a character named Milo Vitt. And there's a running thing that happens three or four times in the episode. At least, yeah. Where people stop and they comment on the name. Milo Vitt? Yeah. What? <laughs> like, that's the craziest name they ever heard. Yeah, I don't, I don't It's know Milo, which is maybe not a super common name, but was a name. Yeah. And their last name's Vitt. How is that so crazy? 
I don't know. I don't know why that's so remarkable during this episode, but it really comes up like three or four times. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Where the characters stop and say, Milo, Vit, do I have that right? I mean, what? it gets to the Milo? point where you and I were looking at each other like, are we missing something? Right. Like, is what's there like, going? Is it maybe like his inside joke. Like, was there somebody at the time named Milo, Vit? Yeah, is, I don't know. We'll have to know. research that. Um, Show notes. I kind of liked... I kind of like that they made that into a bit. Like I kind of <laughs> that resonated for me. They did do a couple of actual, honest to goodness, funny things this episode. For me, the first time that there were a couple of funny things. Which I know one? that in the, the past. What did you like? I liked that when Jennifer threw her bracelet to that was good to throw off the guy in an audio fashion. <clears throat> and right, she, then, threw, she chucked the bracelet to another part of the parking garage to like distract the guy, and then he went that way and kind of right. disappeared. And then later, when she was about to run off, she like had a moment of like, uh, uh, and you don't really know what she's right. doing. And then she runs to go grab the bracelet because she doesn't want to leave it behind, which that was kind of funny. That was great. That yeah. was that was gold. That <laughs> it was, was totally unexpected. I totally loved it too. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. She played it great, too. Yeah. Was there other funny stuff? Okay. I feel like there was one other one, but I already forgot what it is. Okay. Well, we'll get, we'll get there. Okay. I do want to comment on, well, several things, really. Sure. <laughs> I just saw my note about the spring foley. It was like the biggest when she broke open a chair. Yeah, she's cutting open the the seating cushion of a chair, exposing one of the spring coils. It was loud as my erection. And it was very Scooby-Doo in the sound, right? The sound effect. It was very cartoony. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And that whole that whole scene, by the way, was shot through the back of the chair, right. which was a totally bizarro choice. So, speaking of which, another great thing where you know the the director or the cinematographer was like, "I got a great idea." <laughs> yes. We start with a close shot of a the slice of bread in <laughs> Rutger Hauer's hand, and then we shift focus to the background where you see the dude looking at him. Yeah. Yeah, the bread then uh, antagonist like shot. Like I mean, that was that was an unbelievable shot. Yeah, <laughs> it couldn't be something that on that might t- be the second funniest part of the show for me. <laughs> I mean, for it to not be like, let's focus on the candle on the table. This is taking place in a restaurant, which right. maybe is supposed to be Tavern on the Green. We were questioning the fact that it had thick white shag carpeting. Yes. Like any restaurant would have, of right. course. This was like anybody's, well, like, like it was a like house a, in Lincolnwood in 1979. 100%. Like your grandmother's living room there. That's what it was like. Totally. It was totally a Lincolnwood house. Right, it had like the yes. wood paneling and the thick white to cream colored carpeting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just <laughs> couldn't have looked less like a restaurant than. Yeah. I mean, it was. Yeah, it was funny. And <clears throat> yeah, and then the focus on the bread in the guy's hand. Of course, the counter shot, when you look at the back at the guy who's holding the bread, he's no longer holding the bread. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yes. You really are good. You you really were made to be like a continuity editor. Yeah. I miss my calling. You still have time. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> but that Rutger Hauer. Right. I'm sorry to jump around. His hair was disturbing. I mean, it was, we're calling it him Rutger Hauer, but he was just like the ugliest Rutger Hauer (laughs) that walked the earth and um, had both gray hair and yellow yellow hair, (laughs) both, both kinds. I won't even insult blonde hair by calling it blonde because it wasn't even blonde. It was yellow. It was like yellow rice yellow. It was like, (laughs) it was like the Mercedes. If only it wished. Don't. That's an insult to the Mercedes Yellow. You're right. It wishes. Um, There was some real weird, uh, there were like at least three people who had really weird um, 
acting approaches yes. in this episode. Yeah. And you know that they're like, this is 1980 or whatever. They're like, watched, I don't know, whatever people thought was good acting, like Taxi Driver or some shiz yeah. at the time, right? And they're like, or, I've got an idea about how I'm going to play this. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, or they watch some Brando thing and they're like, I'm going to be like more of a low talker than anybody else. Or I'm going to be, yeah. talk more slowly or with a weird, I'm just going to put this weird affect in for no reason. Yeah. And uh, Budget Rutger Hauer yes. was doing it. <laughs> nice. I like that name. And <laughs> the Beardo guy. Yeah. Also. Whose look was yeah. both astoundingly contemporary <laughs> for 2021. Yeah. And totally whack. Yeah. He's like sweaty. He's wearing like a dark brown or burgundy shirt with like a black tie and then like a grayish like speckled uh, yeah. sport coat with the sleeves. Like, yeah, he's like hiked up. up the yeah, hiked up the sleeves and he's got a like a Casio watch on or one of those old, yeah. Dudes, he's all over the place. He's all over the place. Do you remember when he they were in the elevator and he like he's yes. like oh my god. So he's like captured Jennifer. He's like chased Jennifer he's got Hart a into in the elevator now. The elevator and she like kind of you know cowers she's in the good, corner. Her it's kind of funny, which is like ugh, oh yeah. my god, like oh no, it's gonna yeah, and but a little cowery yeah. He like walks right up to her, but stands ex- like sh- almost shoulder to shoulder facing her. Right. But with his facing face the on the on the wall, yes. like leaning his forehead on the wall, and his shoulders are kind of slumped. Like, oh Jesus! Now I have to kill Do you. Do I? Oh God! But right. he's more disappointed than her at the outcome. <laughs> that was so funny. It's such a weird choice, right? Then his yeah. like, delivery, his affect—it's so weird. Yeah. It's You're so right, weird. everybody was on lewds in this. It it's was so weird. Whack. Rutger Hauer's thing is weird. And then they have the, just to show what an edgy criminal he is. <laughs> yeah, right. On the stakeout, he's sitting in the car with a knife, peeling a lemon, yeah. which he then sucks. Yes. <laughs> that's how, that's what a wacky criminal mind he is. Right. I think this is the kind of guy that would eat a lemon. <laughs> Why don't you give me a lemon? Then on the stakeout, I'll be in. I like that idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Right. Can you get, do we have one in catering? <laughs> Just pick it off a tree. You're in California. It's true. <laughs> and then the third guy, the other bad guy guy, the fake FBI agent, Incognito. the very handsome, who does like he does a lot. Of, I mean, again, very contemporary. Everybody now acting is. It's all about the low talking, right? Yeah, yeah. A bad man. Everybody talks like this on TV shows now. Mm. But that guy, he did a lot of low talking. And then he would do a, well, uh, Mrs. Hart, and he had this very, uh, he would pause and make sort of a thoughtful pause. And then he would always do the same gesture where he would touch his chin. Yeah. Because that's what they do in comic books. when, like It's what (laughs) Linus does when he's thinking or whatever. You know, like... (laughs) I mean, it was just bizarre acting choices. Yeah. By these, I mean, really bizarre. Yeah, the couple things I loved. Is <laughs> Do you need a minute? Please. <laughs> <laughs> the couple of style uh, um, art direction uh, yes. choices that were made, again with the Jonathan Hart Industries. It's a different sign than we saw last is time. Is it really? Oh yes. The one out front. Correct. Different sign, but a giant Jonathan Hart Industries. And then as they go through the building, which we get to go through the building quite a bunch this time. It is everywhere, but each place, it's like in a different materiality. It's like it's such a half-ass, you know, wayfinding system. (laughs) Extensive branding, but... (laughs) Yeah, but... (laughs) Disjointed. Branding, but yet not branding because mm-hmm. it's sure. just his name. But you sure. can do it in whatever way you want to. So that that was, of course, a, stood, a standout for me. The other thing that for me, as perhaps you remember, I was so excited about, and I guess now knowing that it's episode one, season two, makes sense. Finally, a fucking headboard shows up in their master bedroom. 
I was delighted to see <laughs> finally a headboard. They used the proceeds from season one. <laughs> God, maybe that's one of the things that they bought at uh, Burger Meisters and Gooddorf or whatever. <laughs> they just put it in all the little pieces of it into all those boxes. Seventeen boxes. That's right. Comes in seventeen pieces. Assemble yourself. It's like an IKEA thing. Right. Max put it together for them. Yeah. <laughs> in a full suit. You were pumped about that. I was. Oh, thank! I'm just yes. seriously. I was like, praise Allah. Yeah, that's right. That they've got that headboard going on. The Zeus is going on. <laughs> and the satin sheets. I mean, they actually those took, were looked over the top. They took that they bedroom. They were so glossy. <laughs> yeah. How odd. glossy were they? They were so glossy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funkin' Wagnall's Porch. Noon today. Yeah, they finally took that that bed uh, from a um, crummy dorm room up to a reasonable 1979 grown-up. Yeah, grown-up bed, bed, a big boy bed. That was, uh, yeah, you you were pumped about that. Yeah. The... The sheets were freaking me out. <laughs> I was just imagining what it would feel like to be. It just seems like. Slidey. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that would be comfortable. You know, I've found, I've heard recently that getting a silk pillowcase is good for your hair. So, um, <laughs> but then I heard. Good for, define good for. It doesn't get naughty. Oh, okay. You know. <laughs> sure. <laughs> But then your sl- your head sliding all over the yeah, place. That seems like someone who was in the pocket of big silk was uh... <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, right. Yeah. Unless you're sleeping on a brush. Sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> Which maybe isn't a bad idea. Right. If you're a back sleeper. I, I was going to say, it's kind of an acupuncture sure. move. Yeah. Right. That might be our next thing. <laughs> Mybrushpillow.com. I'll be buying that domain. By the time people, listeners hear this, don't even bother going to name cheap. I've already got it. Um, let's jump back for one minute. So the... I'm going to use some finger quotes that people can't see. Okay. It's ha- they're happening, plot. though. Yeah. I'm putting yeah. the word plot in. Right. While at the end of the shopping spree. Yes. Jennifer is spotted by. Marcy. Marcy, her old friend. Mm-hmm. Former top fashion model. Right. I still don't understand, like, why all of a sudden Marcy latched onto them. Like, was she planning to use them as pawns in the thing? Like, I don't understand. Or is it just hmm. coincidence, total coincidence? It's, see, I mean, at the moment, it definitely seemed like a coincidence. And then she asked them to join her for, oh, to meet the right. husband. Who she knew she was about to kill or whatever. It doesn't make any sense why yeah. she would want. Uh, she didn't kill him. She didn't? No. Um, did. Budget- did Rutger Howard do it? Yeah. Yeah, those two guys, supposedly, those two guys did. But then she... Because she was still trying to work out where he had hid the money. Interesting. So she wasn't going to kill him until she figured that out. But once they killed him and then they broke into the apartment, she then had an idea that the money had to be in there somewhere. Yeah. Fascinating. She, during that conversation where they have the coincidental meetup... (coughs) Excuse me. COVID... She, <laughs> she, not once but twice, lays her hand on her chest to flash her gigantic engagement ring. Okay. Which I thought was a completely bizarre move for someone who's an adult, first of all. Second of all, in front of someone who, you know. Is a bazillionaire? Yeah, and wouldn't care. And three, the if I may, 
<laughs> the rock itself was a pear-shaped diamond, which is Ugh, possibly disgusting. the ugliest <laughs> of <Disgusting>. all rings. Disgusting. <laughs> so I'm like, don't flash that shit. You ain't showing off, girl. <laughs> it looks like crap. In, so, in front of someone who could buy and sell you. So. She's barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> she was. She's not getting any traction on that deal. <laughs> so they go to lunch at the quote-unquote tavern on the green. Yeah. A.K.A. Um, Grandma uh, Rosenberg's uh, house on, <laughs> right. on Lowell. Uh, just north of Tui. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the 60646. <laughs> it's a buffet. Oh, that's right. And it's a buffet. They look at the menus. The waiter comes by. There's some kind of conversation, which I don't remember. And Jonathan and What's-Her-Face, Marcy, yeah. go off in the other room, and they come back with their plates. I and you're totally... Like, you're like... <laughs> Is it a buffet? I couldn't believe it. If they're walking, and it, what's even more remarkable is they have a buffet at a place that has where you have to traverse a long, <laughs> white, thick carpet. Right. That is so disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. Really, this whole thing was not, this whole scene was not well thought out. Redonk. Redonk. Um, after, so they go, Marcy and the Hearts go back to L.A. because Mr. Marcy spots Rutger Hauer spotting him. Right, right, which that's a funny exchange with With the Mrs. bread, yeah, right, with and the, the shot and the thing. And yeah, hiding behind the bread. And then he has some weird acting. He does some weird acting stuff yeah. there, too, when he's talking to Jennifer. I'm going to do something that Unexpected. may seem... Very strange. But the thing was, I'm going to get up and leave. <laughs> Which, I mean... It's not that strange. No, I was expecting something I've way better. stranger. <laughs> yeah. So he ditches out. And the hearts... He's like, Boy, tell What's-Her-Face to meet me in California. Tomorrow, right. Tomorrow night. Yeah. So the hearts go to take her on their jet. And then oh, they have the God. B-roll of a jet... Or a model, anyway, of a jet. Yeah. Because it doesn't look like it's a real jet or a no. movie. No, and I'm shaking my head because this made me bananas. Yeah, why don't you explain to the listener what the, <laughs> what the deal So is. they're heading back to California, but this B-roll of a jet with the voiceover of them talking inside the jet, which also is a very funny shtick, so you know it's the jet that they're in. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> is the jet is headed... To the right side of the screen. Right, it's facing from left to right. But if you're, go- I mean, I feel like it's just standard procedure of operation. Yes. To have it facing towards going west, if you're going to be going west. Right, it should be left is west, like if you were looking at the map, not yeah. as if you were sitting in like. Uh, Toronto. Helena, right, or like <laughs> Pierre. Or any number of other places. Bismarck, North Dakota, right? And looking right. at the jet flying by. Yeah. Toronto is a good one, too. <laughs> I was trying to come up with some American ones. International <laughs> Falls. Right. Yeah. Bismarck wasn't bad. Sink it. Ottawa. <laughs> right? And you're looking at the thing. You're, you're totally right. And I hate that. They, this is not the first time they've done it, too. And it makes me crazy. Right. No one would look at that and think... Oh, they're headed to California from New York. Right. <laughs> like, wait, they're going back to New York? <laughs> it's confusing. Has the whole world gone crazy? <laughs> um, Can I say that also? <laughs> there's a lot of B-roll. To, I mean, it was like a long time we were staring at the jet while they're chit-chatting. Yeah. And there was, yeah, it it was also funny. I forgot. I got to go back to that stupid Lincolnwood uh, grandma's restaurant. (laughs) It's that when we're introduced to the husband, Marcy is describing it as (laughs) their relationship as I swept him off his feet. Yes. 
What can you imagine saying that seriously? <laughs> no. <laughs> like who would hey, say that? Yeah. <laughs> and then later she's talking about oh a fairy book a fairy tale romance blah blah. blah. I'm like oh, get over yourself. Let's <laughs> do a Marcy then get stabbed. <laughs> so. My one of my other favorite things. They get to the uh, they get to California and they're going to visit with a police detective or something there for some reason. I don't know why exactly. Yeah. And you can tell he's a good, hardworking police detective because he oh, right. has terrible hair right. and terrible clothes. Right. That's how you knew that someone was good at their job. A police officer was good at their job. They had right. to have Really particularly bad hair. Like a bad hairline and bad haircut. Yeah. And bad sort of hair maintenance. And, I mean, bad clothes is sort of, you know, the thing in the 70s. But right. But he had to have like, particularly bad ones. Right. And, and then you have to be kind of like vaguely like middle-aged and hairy, right? <laughs> right. <And> so, <laughs> Maybe looking slightly unshowered. Yes, right. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. He was like the little kind of like sweaty or a little greasy. Yeah, and like a li- maybe a slightly unkempt hair. Yeah. Yeah. And he is talking to them. And she's like, blah, blah, my husband, he kind of disappeared yesterday. Or he, he didn't even oh, disappear. Yeah. He just left the restaurant. Yeah. So I don't know why they're like, there's mm. all of a sudden a manhunt for this guy. Right. And this police guy, police detective or whatever he is, in Los Angeles, is like, wait a minute. Can you describe your husband? <laughs> she's like, he's 6'2", 175 pounds, which he's, he's not. And by the way, that describes like how big right. a percentage Dark of the population. Hair. Right, exactly. Everybody. Yeah. Right. She could have said he's a human being. He right. like, oh, okay. I think I know the one you're talking about. <laughs> he's that guy that stands. Right. <laughs> right. And and the cop goes, huh. He goes, uh, this just came over the police wire. There was an accident in New York yesterday. And a man was found something, shot or stabbed or something. It broke a neck. And he's got photos of it. This is 12 hours later in 1980 or 79. Yeah, yeah. An accident. Someone died in New York City in America in 1979. And this cop in L.A. 12 hours later knows about it, has photos of it, and when she mentions that she was married to a human man, he's like, wait, I think Is I just this put this together, guy? right? And then pulls the photos out, has the file right in front of him. Yep. And I'm like, why, yes. Those are bugle boy jeans I'm wearing. Just pulls those things out. Right. That was, I mean... Just the most bizarre plot device. I don't even know why they had that police guy involved in L.A. Like, what does what he even do for the plot? Yeah. Um, Nothing. He was comedy. Oh, you know what? Ugh. That was maybe the other thing. He was taking notes later. And they said something, like, really innocuous. I can't remember what it was. Like, um, mm-hmm. oh, the guy ran out the, you know, looked around the parking garage. And he's writing it down. And then I first said, is he writing that down? And then Jonathan Hart said, are you writing that down? Do you?" And then the cop said, I'm a cop. I write down everything. And then like proceeds to literally write down every single thing that came out of their mouth after that. I think that was supposed to be comedy. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Except for like a minute of my life that I will not get back. You know what? You wouldn't get it back either way. It's true. Even if it was comedy. Might as well spend it there. Yeah. <laughs> um, there were three, at least three, chase scenes involving the elevator. Yes. <laughs> yes. Two maybe at Jonathan Hart Industries and at least one at the apartment building where that was ransacked. I mean, the whole... Maybe even two at the apartment yeah. building. Yeah, they, yeah. It was just... Yeah. 
They should have. They're in the pocket of big, big elevator. (laughs) Otis was like running this thing behind the scenes. Instead of murder, murder on the wall, how about, is there some kind of elevator? Death in an elevator. Thank you. (laughs) I'm trying to finish out that line, but. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But, eh. It's uh, it's not worth it. Um, Diminishing returns. Yes, the just ridiculous sort of chase scenes and then people using their fingers to either be unable to stop an elevator from closing or magically prying it open. Yeah, you never know from from moment to moment who's going to be able to keep that elevator door exactly, open. Sometimes right? it works, sometimes happen. it doesn't. Right. It's not what you and it's not what you would think. And one of the times, uh, Jonathan Hart actually puts his hands on the elevator doors right. and it looks like he actually closes he the doors. Well, you know that they were giving him some direction. Like, you need to seem like you're going to open them, but don't actually open them. You need to actually yeah, help them close. But <laughs> acting-wise, you need to see. And it was totally bungled. No, yeah. That's fine. We'll use it. Yeah. That's, that's the shot. Yeah. Moving on. We got to, yeah, right, exactly. We have a schedule to keep here. We have... Uh, Lemons to find from craft services. We have like stuff to do. It was. Uh, Where's the bread? <laughs> Can someone get this buttered? <laughs> Got a butter, a dairy wrangler. <laughs> oh my god. So, um, yeah, at the, I'm sorry. No, you please, you. I was just going to say, so then we're like kind of zeroing in on the end. Bad guys have been g- killed. Yeah. They think that there's some kind of sting going on because maybe Marcy is is actually, you know, the ringleader of all this after yeah. all. And but before, so when we first get to see the, my exciting moment with the headboard is because Jennifer has come up with this idea in the middle of the night. And their first thought is, yeah, let's go. I mean, like the the B and E. I'm wondering if this was the beginning of like they just like to break and enter all the time because I mean, <laughs> this is the like. Why do you can't you just say like, okay, the bad guys are dead, off with Marcy with her money, who cares? But no, like right. they have to go break into the house, start tearing apart the house to find the money. My thing too is like how can they not realize that the FBI guy is fake yeah how does somebody not make one phone call back to the office to find out if that guy's real because yeah. he's obviously super weird and creepy yeah and then my favorite thing is they they, they like call Marcy and like sort of tip her off to the fact that they found the money so they're basically like setting a yeah. trap for her I can't wait for us to talk about where the money is. But they stay there? Like, why would you stay? Like, you know she's going to come with a gun to get the money, and she's mm-hmm. obviously already killed some other people. She's not unwilling to kill people. So what are you like, doing? I feel like that's par for the course with them. It is. Like, they're very bold. They're very presumptuous that no one would try to really kill them. Yeah. They're bold in, you know, deciding that they alone are the ones that can solve mysteries. And that they should break and enter in people's places to solve stuff that's none of their business. And then they're bold enough to not take any precaution uh, in case things go awry. Yeah, they don't really... Uh, for for people who are sometimes very perceptive, Yeah, they're not really thinking that many moves ahead in no, some of these cases. No. Chess players, so, they are not. Certainly not when it comes to their own like sort of self-preservation. They're more checkers players. They are. Though checkers, I think, gets a bad rap in that comparison. Hmm. All right. I'm just going to put that out there. Okay. <laughs> checkers, not as easy to win as it seems. Yeah. I seem to remember that. I mean, I haven't played checkers in about 6,000 years. But, right. But, yeah, I remember there being a point where it was like, okay, like we've got I've a bunch of... I've gotten a few serious ass kickings in checkers. <laughs> Yeah, you've been yeah. dragged up and down that. Listen, I couldn't sit down for days after the last couple times I, <laughs> right. I got whooped. It's not easy. Sure. It's not easy. Um, 
So let's talk about where the money is. Yes, let's talk about where the money is. So I don't even remember what brought them to the idea of punching a hole in the wallpaper. But they kind of break a hole in the wallpaper and pull it off. And then there's just $100 bills. Yeah, like a mosaic. On the wall. But if they were glued. They would be useless. You wouldn't be able to take them down. But how are they staying up there? And it's that blue stuff that people use on their posters in the late 80s in college. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe. But, I mean, at one point you see someone just pull one off, just a single bill right. off. The adhesion and they just doesn't <laughs> make any sense. And it's the entire goddamn apartment. Like, the next scene you $100 see. $100 bills. Covering like literally the whole place is wallpapered in hundred dollar bills. Entire place. So like that must have no taken like paper. ten weeks to do. <laughs> totally. And then you're right. How is it? What is the adhesed? What's the word I'm looking for? How is it stuck to the wall? Because how could you get it off the wall without ruining the bills? Yeah. And by the way, if you ever had to click the money up, you would have to spend like four days like pulling down all the wallpaper, and then like pulling every bill off the wall. It's. It's. Asinine. It's completely absurd. I mean, it's the worst (laughs) system for hiding money that you want to like. It's it's illiquid. (laughs) I mean, there's a hundred different ways you could do it that you could have it accessible. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna wallpaper this entire apartment with. Asinite is exactly the right word. I mean, yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah. It would be better for you to pull up the carpet and then scatter them on the ground and put the carpet back down. It's a great idea. It's a much better idea. And that'd be kind of cushy. a much better idea. Yeah. Like, why would you... The wall? (laughs) Yeah. And I got to tell you... Go Do you guys have a safe deposit box? Like what? I, mean, I know. You don't have like- I know. Like every other person in a seventies caper. Exactly. <laughs> every That's what everything other- was in the seventies. That's right. Then stick the key on the wall. Right. <laughs> if you're so wall attracted, <laughs> or maybe make it into a piece of art. Mm. The key, that is, not the money. Sure. <laughs> Even that would have been a better idea. Put the money in some kind of sculpture or like yeah. in a painting frame behind the, you know? Sure. What an idiot. <laughs> Deserved to die. <laughs> you got his. <laughs> I mean, that was another part of this was like, that was one of several points where it was, so nonsensical that it just like I'm like I don't even know what I'm watching anymore. Like I'm just so distracted by how dumb this is that I've totally lost like what the point is, what's supposed to be happening right here in the scene. So let me ask you this. So you you are putting this up there in the discussion of one of the worst episodes we've seen. I think so, yes. Not the least enjoyable experience, okay. but, but in terms of quality of the episode and the writing of the plot, it's pretty bad. It's definitely bad. Yeah. But I was, yeah, I guess that's where I wanted to hear the yeah. definition, like, because it I was, feel like- a lot of good, interesting material in here. Yeah. I mean, in we had the return of Deanne. She <laughs> yes. was great. Sure. Um, and the, like- a lot of the scenery stuff was just so weird and over the top. I mean, yeah, it's great. And then Marcy was, you know, the the, uh, the secondary actors, the guests were like interesting and terrible and funny and sort of recognizable. <laughs> right. Like it was an interesting mix there, right? But I mean, this was, I mean, story wise, this the story was, was, yeah, it was garbage. Many of them are garbage. Also. The- <laughs> Almost no. Did Max even have a line in this one? He. I was actually thinking that a few minutes ago. I don't really know that Max got anything. You just, saw him walking with them into. He got a line because I remember his face looking especially. 
messed up. Oh, and I did, said, you know and what? I said something about Kami. He think right. he got a line because he was in the one scene where they walked into the ransacked apartment. This was this was oh. another great moment. This is another oh, part that was Ottoman? distractingly terrible. <laughs> the Ottoman. So they walk. <laughs> Rutger Hauer and uh, uh, former Team USA goalie <laughs> Tim Howard are are ransacking the fake husband's apartment, <laughs> looking for the money. Looking for the money, which is in the wallpaper. Right. And you go, you see that they've cut open every cushion in the whole place and like, you know, opened every drawer and whatever. And the hearts plus Marcy plus Max walk in while they're in the middle of ransacking. Yeah. And Rutger Howard does some kind of weird lackadaisical waving of the knife, like... And then, There's a funny, before, there is a funny, like both sides are kind of looking at each other and like walking real slowly, right. like trying to figure out what the next move is. So the guy's got a knife. Yeah. And the hearts are like, okay, well, there's an armed guy with a knife who's obviously ransacking this place. Instead of running out and calling the cops or whatever, we're just going to, we're going to all proceed into the apartment. So <laughs> right. Now in the enclosed room with these guys. Right. And Tim Howard picks up a giant ottoman, making like a weird grimace slash maybe supposed to be a menacing face. He's either in pain from lifting it or he's trying to be threatening. Right. He's holding the ottoman over his head. Yeah. And walking. Like as a weapon. Right. (laughs) Right. Because Pat Benatar said, stop using seats as a weapon. So he's like... Now they're sort of circling each other, right? They're kind of doing like a, I don't know, right? Like a, a sumo or yes, what? Yeah. Right, exactly. Like a wrestling around the ring. And someone makes some kind of first move. Yeah. I don't remember who. I don't either. And Tim Howard, like in slow motion almost, like throws the Ottoman at the four of them, at the Hart crew. Yeah. And then he, he and Rucker Howard run out. Yeah. And <laughs> that was a hysterical. That's it. Like, and then they're they're thwarted by the Ottoman. Like, yes, they've been like bowled over. <laughs> I mean, that was yeah. <laughs> and then there was another yeah. great like sort of seventies trope thing when they later when they're in the parking garage scene and Jennifer was being hunted by uh, Tim Howard. Yeah. And I, I think I said this to you at the time. Like I loved in the seventies. Like it was confounding to me how everybody who was supposed to be like a spy or something yeah. like that wore like hard leather soled dress shoes. Yeah. So I was like, wouldn't you get like some gym shoes so you could move around more stealthily if you knew you were going to be like right? If you get some sneakers, sneakers for sneaking around, right? Yeah. Also, it's got to be just a lot more comfortable. Long day on your feet of chasing yeah. good guys or bad guys. Right. <laughs> right. Tim Howard's got to kickity cockity, kickity cockity. It's like a horse, right? Like going through the kickity cockity, kickity. <laughs> Jennifer Hart's wearing high heels that are like kickity clackity. Yeah. And I'm like, how did anyone ever get away with anything back then? Because you right. can hear everybody coming a mile away with their shoes. Right. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> she did do a great. Or her stunt double did a great slide over the hood of a car. She did a great one. Yeah. That was gold. That was great. And it was over a beautiful red, like a wood paneled but bright red station wagon. Yeah, I'd never seen that anything thing like that. Was, I I don't, I've almost never seen them in red. Yeah, I've and definitely it was never a beautiful, seen red. Like, yeah, fire engine red. I mean, it yeah. was just beautiful. Yeah, that car was delicious. <laughs> yes, and she did a great thing where she just. Instead of running around the car, she wanted to hide on the other side of it because he was hot on her tail. So yeah. she just slid face, face first, first like, yeah. like front, face first slide over the hood of the car and then just ducked down the other side, which is a great move. Yeah. Because there are some great 70s moves like Starsky and Hutch, actually, yeah. featuring Marcy's uh, sure. husband, David Soul. Like they would do the thing where you like, are, you have to, one person trying to get to the other side of the car, you, you, you like butt slide across the hood and yeah, then like yeah, hop yeah, yeah. in the other passenger side. Yeah. Like I feel like that's a Starsky and Hutch move. I, I might start doing this to get in the car. It's fun. Yeah. Um, 
I might hit, I did it, I might hit I did 911 it, it easier, before I do it. I was going to say, it was easier when I was 11 years old and 63 pounds. Because you just coast across, the, you're like a paper airplane. You just sail over the hood. Right. Right. Now I think there would probably be problems both for me and the vehicle. Like right. It, it, I don't think it would end well for anybody. Right. But it was a boss move by her. For sure. Yeah. I remember like movies. I don't think they do this anymore because I think even if a character is ostensibly wearing dress shoes now, they don't do the dress shoe fully anymore. Yeah. Do you remember this? Like James Bond movies and spy movies, there would always be like a long scene of like someone walking down a hall and it would be click, 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 click. For sure. I don't think they do that at all anymore. I can't think of the last time I've heard dress shoe Yeah, I don't know that I, yeah, I'd have to. Yeah. I'll keep an ear out. Keep an ear out for because I feel like you're good with these details. So now that we've planted the seed, I feel like. Yeah, I'll report if back. it comes up, yeah, you can you can weigh in on that. Yeah. Um, That's all I got. Yeah, that might be enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's enough. Unpacked. Um <laughs> terrible. Strangely like uh, fruitful in terms of material yeah. in, in certain ways. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think back to, for instance, Operation Murder. Which one was that? That was the one where. In the hospital? She, yeah, where she was. She oh, hit she her. Almost, she she's was in, in the, surgery at the end? Exactly. Yeah, okay. Like that one was brutal. Yes, in a different way. And it, that was I mean, fatiguing, pummelingly oh, brutal. Like we could, that one I felt like was one of the worst episodes because it was conf, it was confounding as they usually are, but it was also, I mean, it was like a four hour episode. It was insane. Yes, you're right. You're totally right. It was grueling. This is more like. Um... <laughs> I feel like they're all asinine. It's funny to even try to yes. ascertain which, you know. This one was much less dense. Well, that's for sure. Right? It was, <laughs> yeah. it was, it was disarmingly simple and stupid. <laughs> they learned and, their lesson. And poorly done, right? Right. It's like, well, we could make a bad episode with like a quarter of the effort and content. Like we could just, you know. <laughs> right. Right. Um. But I'm pretty excited about some episodes coming up. I mean, I was yes. ready to, I was almost ready to do a marathon when I saw I those ones coming up. There's some good stuff. Are you happy with your choice, though, now? <laughs> this was your choice. You're right. No, I mean the choice not to watch several <laughs> oh, episodes watch. at once. I'll tell you what. Here's a little secret. Back when I first got obsessed with the Heart to Heart, and I was catching it nightly... <laughs> There was, wow. yeah, there was one night or day or whatever it I was. I go into like a chamber between episodes <laughs> for us and it's like every two weeks or something. Well, I have to say that <laughs> there was one day that I tuned in and I could see on the guide that there were, it was a marathon. And I'm like, oh, yes. I was psyched. Settle in. I watch episode one. Ten minutes into episode two, I had to turn it off. <laughs> so great. <laughs> It's like eating too much candy. Right. <laughs> it was like, you know what? I can't even do two. Yeah. So when you <laughs> when you were watching them on your own yeah. for a period there. Yes. Would you like sit down and watch? Would you be like doing something while yeah. you were doing it? What was your be, what's your MO? I would be like working, you know, I'd have my laptop your in device, my yeah. lap and I would be okay. actually working. Yeah. But I'd have it on, you know, I was okay. like you know, watching at the same time. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> and loving it. It's great. Well, I'm loving it with you. Yeah, this is... Thank you. Yeah, thank you. You. <laughs> no, you. Um, that could be a wrap, I think. Yeah. And we'll be back soon with an, another episode. Yeah. Um, this we'll, was, we'll decompress. We'll decompress, and then we'll right. be ready for another Trying one. to get the bends. Right. Or the vapors. <laughs> right. Maybe that's where I got it. 
could be. Yeah. Could be withdrawal or overdose. Yeah. One, one either, of the two either way. Kind of the same. <laughs> All right. It's time to go. It's time to uh, count, count the, the carrots. carrots, right? Yep. All right. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Looking forward. Likewise. Bye. Goodbye. You got to give us a good, uh, don't you give me a good uh, goodbye thing? Squat out. Oh, uh, bye. <laughs> Wait, what, what's my bye usually? <laughs> we'll go back bye. and listen. We'll get it. That's good. Okay. That'll work. <laughs>